You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Coming to you live from Adult Swim Con 2020. And by Adult Swim Con, we mean watching Twitch streams in our basement while pairing wine with Cheez-Its. This is Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Coming to you live. From- I already did it. Oh. I did- Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its, Christ. Cheez-Its. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Travis. Hey, everybody. I am Brandon. And welcome to Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. If this is the first time you've ever joined the show, well, let me tell you what. You are in for a quick, quick treat. Uh, but first, we got some housekeeping to get out of the way. First up, uh, you can go over to twitter.com slash Rick and Morty pod or looking, look us up at Rick and Morty pod on Twitter. Uh, send us a tweet, uh, follow us, follow along, follow our retweets. We just love having fun. All the retweets are by Travis. They're great. Facebook.com slash Rick and Morty podcast, Rick and Morty podcast at gmail.com. If you want to send us an email, if you want to, if you want to know how our lives are, if you just want to be like, Hey, Ooh, uh, I just like sending emails. That's my, that's what I, what I love doing. You can go ahead and do that. You can also hit us up on our uh, our website, rickandmortypod.com, Reddit. We got that, rickandmorty.reddit.com, or if you want the official one, well, I guess that was rickandmortyreddit.com. Ours is rickandmortypodcast.reddit.com. I don't even know why we had that in there. We don't actually check it. We are streaming to you live. I check it occasionally. Every so often I go and I upvote something. <laughs> we are coming to you live from Apathetic Enthusiasm on Twitch or YouTube at Apathetic Enthusiasm. Uh, there's a couple ways you can support the show. If this, if this isn't the first time you've listened to the show and you said, you know what? I love it. I've always loved this show. I've always loved how Brandon introduces the social media stuff. You know what? I want to support you directly. There's a way you can do that. You can go to our T public, which is tpublic.com slash stores slash international dash RSS. You can do that. You can buy a shirt, you can buy a mug, whatever, a bunch of designs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you can go to Patreon, patreon.com slash Rick and Morty pod, uh, which which is great. We we just revamped the tiers where there's three tiers now. Dollar, five, ten. Dollar gets you on board, gets you in the door. It says, hey, you're you're a fan. And you don't care who knows it. $5, you get a little bit of extra. You get some bonus behind the scenes content. You get some video behind the scenes content. And then at the $10 tier, you get to see Travis do all the crazy shit that Travis does on his day-to-day basis. That's right. He he gives you meat snacks reviews uh, where where he talks about meat snacks. and, and find, <laughs> find out how my composting is going. Uh, you know, uh, my, my cross-stitching. Uh, all of those things, all of those all important those, projects those, over those at Patreon. Uh, uh, all or none of those products may be available at patreon.com. <laughs> That's right. But you know what? En- en- enough of that. Uh, what we want to talk about here, we don't want to talk about our social media. We don't want to talk about how do you support us. No, what we want to talk about today is Rick and Morty. And yeah, Rick and Morty. That's, that's what that's what the show is. And Rick and Morty is what we're going to talk about first with a little segment we call Semi-pertinent news. Boop, 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 boop. We're switching up the show. Boop, 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 Semi-pertinent news. Boop, 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 boop. That is, fan- that is fantastic, Travis. After 103 episodes, I have not once gotten tired of, of the... I'm, I'm 
I'm losing my mind here, you guys. <laughs> Everything's backwards. This is this is this is so great. Um, first up, Travis, what do we, what do we have on our on our certain semi pertinent news front? Um, well, the whole show sort of feels like semi pertinent news. Uh, we just came off of uh, the Adult Swim Con, which was streaming live on Twitch all weekend long. They were on Twitch, they were on YouTube, they were I don't know sending VHS cassettes to your uh, PO boxes. They they were doing all kinds of things, but the uh, the main thing that we were excited about was how they do it. The uh, Rick and Morty panel, which was Friday night, we we streamed it. We we put our own faces in it to make a, us feel like we were part of it. Uh, but yeah, we we got to watch um, a very very uh, professional moderator uh, have Dan Harmon, Chris Parnell, Sarah Chalk, Spencer Grammer all on there to discuss their experience working on Rick and Morty. Uh, we talked a lot about that. Uh, in the post-show stream right after uh, we watched it. But uh, by and large, some big things to come out of that were uh, sort of updates on where they are in production for the show. Uh, we we got a sense that production really hasn't slowed down that much, yet, even though they are, and most of California is, is safe at home. Uh, they are still writing the show. They're still working on the show. They have completed writing season five, except for some rewrites, and they have already started into season six, writing new episodes for season six, which I know for me was very encouraging because that means uh, more, uh, we're more likely to get more Rick and Morty uh, in the near future, instead of having to wait like a couple of years for a new episode. That is absolutely right. Um, this was, I, the, the whole, the whole stream was, was full of, of interesting tidbits. Uh, the, the, the biggest, you, you mentioned the season five stuff, the season, uh, six stuff, Dan Harmon mentioned a couple times other than, you know, a couple, uh, cheap jokes about Emmys and, and what have you. Uh, he did, mention that the whole the whole zoom aspect of it is has actually gotten better and and maybe helped him zoom on zoom on uh zoom on past um like some of the the writing pitfalls and the the uh i don't want to say micromanaging pitfalls but the the things that that kind of like slow down the, the process and he, he talks about the the one thing that that was interesting to me I didn't really talk about the other night with, with the, those guys was w him talking about wor a writer's room on zoom and where you're in a writer's room and you have a, you have a, a group of people and you, you say a joke and you, you say a joke and then you look around the room and people are like, oh, you know, various uh, thresholds of laughter on zoom. You say the joke and then nobody nobody says anything and they just kind of like stare at the screen still. Maybe you maybe see like a, a muted chuckle. Like, but, but other than that, nothing. Someone just types in chat, LOL. <laughs> um, and, and that, and that kind of anxiety of like, Oh, no one's laughing at me helps you move on. You, you get over that pretty quickly. Be like, okay, well, so that was a joke. I'm not going to make an extra two to three second comment about how I want to, I want to hang myself because that joke fell flat, but okay. I said the joke now, how can we make that better? 
and and how that has streamlined the process essentially with the, this COVID and, and Zoom for for writing. I thought that was in, I thought that was interesting. Well, yeah, and they said that they really are only doing like two hour sessions for for the writers' room, which kind of forces them to focus within those two hours. They don't they don't ease their way into the day, get maybe about two hours of real productive time knocked out and then ease their way out of the day or whatever with people coming and going. They know, all right, this two hours, we're in here. Let's get to work. We got stuff to do. And then they're out. Um, so yeah, I, I think that all of that could potentially be beneficial, at least to a timeliness factor the the risk is is there going to be something missing in that dynamic in the way that they're around each other the way that conversations flow in a zoom call versus in a group of people in a writer's room how is that going to play out with the the writing in season six is, is there going to be a noticeable difference and uh, that's that's just really something we're gonna have to wait and see. So, um, yeah. Anyway, they they went they went around the room, talked to all of those actors about um, what they bring to the characters, what their what the thing different things they like about the show, uh, like about voicing the different characters. Uh, all really good stuff. And uh, if you if you want to see the panel in its entirety i believe it is available on youtube so uh, go back go go watch that and uh highly recommend it a few other little bits that little bit. uh that that came out of the panel first was a an animatic a a, a little uh teaser if you will uh it was a cold open for an episode uh in season five and uh yeah brandon what what were your thoughts on the animatic well i will tell you what my thoughts are on the uh, the the animatic travis thank you thank you for your thoughts you uh, moving on uh no <laughs> brandon, yeah, no, you no you're you're right Move, moving on uh let's get into episode detail okay the the animatic uh we we had our our pre-stream for the event how they do it uh had leading into leading in leading into it and we we kind of we kind of you know through our predictions what will what we see uh we for we didn't read the pre press announcement close enough so we were like oh well Royland will be there and so we didn't actually didn't actually that didn't actually happen um but we predict we predicted maybe they would have an animatic of season five. We knew there would be a season five preview in some way, shape, or form. I didn't think that they were going to have an actual fully animated, drawn, colored animatic to to show us. But I figured it would probably be more along the lines of uh, San Diego Comic Con a couple years back, where they premiered the Pickle Rick fighting in the sewers against the rats. That's yeah. what I, I figured would be some, something similar to. They show the a, a cold opening to a season five episode, uh, which which means it's very low threat. It doesn't actually give away the plot of anything necessarily, and they get to show that they are do in fact doing something and they are they're coming along. A uh, question for you, Travis, is: Do you think this is one of the episodes that do do you think do you think it's a premiere episode or do you think it's an episode later on in season five? Because if it's an episode later on in season five, then that means they are much further along. Uh, and and we're even more primed for say a fall release date for season five. I I, I don't necessarily think this is a premiere. It, it certainly could be. There's no. I mean, there's no context 
uh, as to like where they they even are at the beginning of this episode, but that can happen in just about any Rick and Morty episode. So uh, it, it it could it could legitimately fall anywhere in the season. Um, I I would hope that maybe like a a cold open for a premiere um, would be almost bigger than this. Um, although. It had a lot of action, a lot of very interesting stuff going on. Uh, the the back and forth with Jessica, I thought was was really great. Yeah. Um. So so this very well could be a a season premiere opener. I just think if it was, they would have maybe said that or foot stomped it. Yeah. Um. And I think the way that the show is going, they may not even know like the order of episodes necessarily, or like the, the airing order of them. Um, especially if some of the episodes are interchangeable, we've heard that in past seasons where, Oh, we worked on these episodes in this order, but you know, then the fifth one we worked on actually came out before the fourth one or whatever. So, um, well, yeah, like, like bottle episodes, you can, you can, basically stick those wherever and, and, and shuffle them around. If you need more time to, yeah. to get that, the hard hitting episodes, you know, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an episode scheduling shell game. So to I, speak, I feel like because they were working on scripts for season five throughout the time that we were still waiting on season four episodes, I, I, I get the impression and I, and, and this also is a little bit from, the way Dan Harmon was talking on Harmontown right up to the end of Harmontown. He, he talked a lot about how after they got that new contract, there was consistency and he knew this was a show I'm going to work on. This is my focus. And I'm, I have a, I have a day job day in and day out. And, and they have really not stopped working in the writer's room, which basically trickles down to the rest of the production with new scripts. They have new stuff for the directors to be working on new, new shows for uh, the animators to be working. So I'm, I'm just as encouraged that we could see a season five premiere still within 2020 um, sometime later this year. You know what? what, uh, One thing that, that kind of jumped out at me is, is, Dark King Zorro on on Reddit or not Reddit? Well, maybe Reddit too. But on on Twitter, Brian Jordan Newton, uh, director for a bunch of episodes, uh, artist for a bunch of episodes. Uh, not going. He's 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 not working on season five. Uh, I'm about to sneeze, but he he posted on Twitter after the uh, the premiere of the the animatic, and Mr. Nimbus was he he was saying that he was glad that they kept his original designs for the character uh because that doesn't happen very often now knowing that he's not working actively on season five which means that 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 character has been around a long time and if that if if it's a holdover character holdover design then that might mean that they are they're going back and and grabbing pre-existing designs to help kind of speed the flow of of assets and in uh, the, the animation process again, leading to my hope that it premieres the, this fall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, side question on the animatic, Travis, what, what was your, your, your favorite moment or your couple favorite moments from, from the animatic. And again, it, we know it's a cold open. It's going to be real quick. 
but yeah. like what what leapt out at you what jumped uh, out at you i, I definitely like go back to, to the conversation <laughs> that uh <laughs> morty is driving the spaceship rick is dying in the passenger seat and they are looking like they're about to burn up uh, re-entering Earth's orbit or Earth's atmosphere. And Morty decides to call Jessica for that final conversation. <laughs> and uh, the way Jessica is just kind of like, wow, I just I just kind of wish you would have said something. It'd be, you know, like I, I always feel like you just you just never you never had a chance to talk. You always you know, uh, what's what's the line like uh, being nervous <laughs> is sort of selfish. Yeah, he's uh, like, I, I guess I was just kind of nervous. You're like, yeah, being being nervous is kind of selfish sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> so that 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 back and forth, and then him taking that conversation as a "I want to live" moment. Um, that was just it was terrific. Yeah, that is that one line is the line that that jumps out at me, and I and I know when you're when you're watching it, you you immediately thought Brandon. And and I know when I was watching it, I immediately thought Brandon. As I, as I think of, well, I, I think I, I my the last time I did a, a a Comic Con panel at Tampa, and my friend Gary, after I after I after I got down, I got down from the stage, and I was like, oh, let's not talk to anybody. Oh, anxiety, right? And he's like, they they just they sat here and listened to you this entire time. Why are you hiding all of a sudden? I'm like, ah, I'm nervous. Uh, and so it well, jumps. Being nervous is kind of selfish, right? <laughs> exactly. They, they, they sat there, all those wonderful folks, they sat there, watched me. And then I, and then I shrank away like a, like a little, like a little beanbag chair that's been, that's been satin for, for a long time. Needs, I, needs fresh beans. Need, needs fresh beans. I need fresh beans. Don't you ever. My Don't last you name is ever Cruz. Cruz. Look at me. Uh, <laughs> look at, all right. Me. All right. Uh, tan, you know, moving on to more <laughs> semi-pertinent news. This is a special semi-pertinent episode of International RSS. Uh, we also got a new short released. Um, this was not part of the panel, but this came out over the same weekend. Uh, it yeah, is as, Rick as part of the, and- the, the Toonami block. Yeah. Yeah, Rick and Morty versus Genocider. This is a uh, give or take like eight minute short. Uh, it is drawn in a Japanese animation style. Uh, all of the voiceover work is Japanese uh, with uh, English subtitles. And this was a very, uh, very interesting, very, uh, I don't know intelligent sort of uh take on rick and morty and uh had a lot of favorites from from different fan theories and things like that uh what were your thoughts uh your first or second third time watching watching this short yeah uh just so throwing this out there directed by tower of god director takishi sano um yeah so i we did our um our kind of post adult swim con event with the ACPN guys, adult swim central folks and, and, a, and a couple other guys is just as, as far as like talking about all of the adult swim stuff. And that, that was Saturday, Saturday night at 12 o'clock, there was going to be a, the tsunami panel uh, where they, 
uh, where we where we knew that they were going to show some new Toonami stuff. They're going to show Blade Runner Black Lotus, I think the the animated uh, animated uh, show that takes place between Blade Runner the original and uh, twenty thirty nine twenty twenty nine um whatever the 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 Blade Runner movie with Ryan C- Gosling C Lab twenty twenty one. Um, but so we knew we knew some of that stuff was, was going to come out. Well, I had. I was interested in the Blade Runner thing, so I just kept, I I checked the the Adult Swim stream around like twelve fifteen, twelve thirty, and that's when I saw oh, there's a new Rick and Morty animated short, which I wouldn't have, I I probably wouldn't have seen until probably mid through Sunday afternoon had I not yeah. been interested in Blade Runner. Thank you, Blade Runner. Uh, so I watched I I, wa- I sent you the link. Uh, I I watched it. And because it was so late, I probably missed a lot of details, uh, but I was still, I, I was enthralled by it. I watched the whole thing. Uh, I like subtitles. I don't mind subtitles. So I, I enjoyed watching it. The, the animation was great. Uh, the, the plot of it was, was not super easy to follow. And if you go to Reddit right now and you find any kind of Reddit thread about the the story behind Rick and Morty versus Genocider, uh, you will find a bunch of different theories and a bunch of random thoughts. Uh, not all of them as convoluted as the last, probably what they were going for with with, with this uh, anime. But uh, I was I was I was impressed by it ultimately. I was impressed by the last anime thing that they came out with, like the the um, the like the kind of like Ronin-esque Rick and Morty short that they had before. What did you, what did you think of it when you watched it? Uh, I, I also watch a lot of things with subtitles. Um, but the, the thing for me was, uh, I'm a slow reader. <laughs> um, and the, the pacing of the short is very quick and the dialogue is very quick. And I don't know if that's just because of the way that it's, spoken in Japanese or, or what, but it, uh, it was hard for me to keep up with the dialogue and then also appreciate what was happening on the screen. I felt like I was, I was just reading it very rapidly. So, uh, I kind of had to, I had to ingest it in pieces and, and sort of get it, get an understanding of the story and then go back and kind of watch it knowing what's going on and kind of checking back with those beats and, and appreciating it for, for all that it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, again, thought that the animation was great. I thought that the premise was very cool and it leaves us with a very interesting question at the end, uh, in, in the way that it wraps up, uh, the, the Rick, the C-137 Rick that they're hunting down in this story, um, gets into an epic battle fighting all these genociders and ultimately taking them down. Uh, evil Morty is the main protagonist in this. And, uh, he, he, so, so getting evil Morty content at all is, um, <laughs> is pretty cool. Um, but then at the end, you have this really interesting moment where Jerry is calling to announce the birth of Morty, and the Morty in this short suddenly becomes Rick, sort of, and it's very like cryptic at the end and leaves you almost with more questions than answers, uh, which I'm totally good with. 
I'm totally good with because <laughs> I also don't think any of this is canon. So yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I think yeah. this is a really cool, you know, fan version, um, well, well, you, you, you know, fanfic. You, and yeah, you you mentioned the, the C word and uh, my 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 buddy Omar at work today was. Wait, which C word? What did I say? Did I black out for a second? <laughs> Canon. Oh, that's it. Yeah. He he came up to me at work at work today. Um, both we were both masked. So actually, I don't even know if it was him. It might have been uh, another boss of mine. Not that Omar's my boss. Look, he did, I don't work for Omar. Uh, okay. Anyway, so he he came up to me and he's like, "That the anime. Let's talk about the anime thing." And uh, he. The, the question he asked was, huh? So is it canon? I'm like, no, it's not canon. Get out of here. No, of course it's not canon. No, like any anything that is not the main show yeah. is not, it, it's it's not canon unless the main show says it's canon. It's just like yeah. Star Wars. Sometimes unless- the main show isn't canon. <laughs> yeah. So, Story like, train. Just, just, yeah. <laughs> Rick, never Ricking Morty. Yeah. Uh, even if it says C-137, it doesn't necessarily mean it's canon. Uh, the comics have said it's C-137, uh, Rick. It, unless the show says it's true, then it then, it, then it's not actually true. Um, that doesn't take away from how cool the story is and how cool the animation is in any way, shape, or form. But I'm not, I am, I'm not uh, a an advocate of it's it's canon if something else is out there or, or or looking too deep into it well i mean we talked to we talked to alex we talked to those guys last those a uh, couple weeks ago about rick and morty presents bird person and that they don't they don't have like a whole lot like they get told like well stick to these designs but they don't inform them on on story points or anything like that uh so there's it's it's very loosely based in canon. To me, the the animated shorts are are very similar. Like you don't go to um, they used to have like those Rick and Morty kind of like really short, short uh, like creepy looking things like uh, Rick and Morty animated adventures. Yeah. Uh, like I mean, we don't we don't think those are canon. We no. don't think the Pringles Bush, commercials are canon. Bush World Adventures. No, not <laughs> not canon. Yolo. <laughs> yeah, YOLO Crystal Fantasy. Yeah. Looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah. Uh but yeah, no, I thought this I thought this was a good short. I think it's if you have not watched it, definitely head out to YouTube, Rick and Morty vs. Genocider. Uh take a look. It's it's very interesting, very well done. Yeah. Again, fantastic animation. Um, one of my favorite comments uh from from the uh, YouTube page uh, is my friend. So what's your favorite or so what anime do you like me? It's complicated. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. This, this could be up there in some of my favorite uh, anime yeah. ever. So um, I want to, I want to, yeah. I want to, I want to, I want to change things to a little bit, something a little bit more serious. We're not talking about anime. We're not talking about Rick and Morty directly. Uh, we just want to say that we, I don't know when this news popped up. It popped up to me earlier today, as you. Yeah, I saw it to today, um, um, and it was pretty pretty fresh headlines yeah. when I saw it. So, so the the Rick and Morty panel had Chris Parnell, had Sir Chalk, had uh, Spencer Grammer uh, talking about talking about their roles, and that night Spencer Grammer went to a restaurant 
with was it that night? Not that night. It, yeah, it was. So it, Friday night was the panel. The panel, as best we could tell, was live because they were taking questions from the stream. Yeah. And then Spencer Grammer, voice of summer, uh, went out to dinner with a friend um that night in Manhattan. Yeah. And uh, and so the news is that uh, an individual was uh, waving a knife, disgruntled about not being uh, able to get into the restaurant because they're about to close. And according to, I think, the New York Post. Uh, so so take take this with as, as much of a grain of salt as you'd like uh, that uh, Spencer Grammer actually went up to try and defuse the situation. Uh, she was actually um, uh, she got. Uh, I think I think the term they used was slashed, slashed yeah. uh, with a blade. Um, was taken to a medical center, uh, got some stitches, released that night. Uh, Kelsey Grammer, uh, Frazier, uh, their folks, uh, his his people, uh, said that Spencer's doing fine, that she wasn't slashed, uh, and that everything's good. Spencer hasn't actually commented on on, on the situation, but we wanna we wanna give our love to to Spencer uh and uh hope that she's doing well and that uh you know everybody's doing fine and applaud her for uh you know being a good samaritan yeah. and uh trying to help out. She she did actually say my friend and I did what anyone else would do in the same situation. Several others predominantly women were also attempting to prevent the altercation from escalating. Uh that that I mean great great job. She was talking during the panel about wearing a pickle rick uh, sure. And, and trying, and trying to be going to a comic shop and, and wanting to, to speak in summer voice, reading a Rick and Morty comic. Um, but the, so we, we hope that speedy recovery, get your right arm stitched up, make sure it, it's not bleeding anymore. And also this is news. This is kind of semi-pertinent, semi-semi-pertinent news. I didn't know she was Kelsey Grammer's daughter. I didn't know that. Well, well, welcome to the party, brother. <laughs> uh, I, I, I told you in, in Slack, I said, yeah, I am the, the Valley girl voice that she has never would have expected it to come from, uh, from a, from a Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From Fraser Crane. That's right. Uh, that, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, hope, hopefully she's doing well. Um, this is this is basically the show. The main thing is semi-pertinent news. Uh, we we don't have new episodes to talk about. Uh, we didn't even know for sure that we were going to make this episode. That's right. Um, but Brandon, is there anything else you want to talk about? Summarize from the weekend before we get on out of here. No, no, no. The main thing I want to say, Travis, is that <laughs> um, the last thing I want to say is that. Every episode, regardless of the episode, there's there's one thing that we do, and it is the Dan Harmon social media minute. <laughs> Dan Harmon social media minute. I had to do both songs. What a rip off! Yeah, this is the darkest timeline. Well, we didn't do uh, a main thing song. You had to do. Yeah, you had to do that's it. fair. That's fair. Uh, all right. Well, we'll talk about Dan Harmon on Instagram because that's where he's at, guys. He's on Instagram. You can't find him anywhere else. Uh, and of course, he's staying at home. Uh, we talked about it earlier in the show. The the writers' room is convening over Zoom, and Dan shared 
on his Instagram, the uh, the video backgrounds that he is he is saving uh, for his Zoom backgrounds so that he can occasionally walk away from the writer's room and look like he's still engaged and paying attention uh, <laughs> on those calls. Uh, so uh, he he said that he recently switched it. Um, he uh, he also has sounds. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. um but he's 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 updated so it's not just him in front of the camera anymore uh looking intently it's now him in front of the camera looking intently mm. i love my new haircut mm-hmm. <laughs> he loves his new haircut he just he just loves it guys uh so that's dan Harmon. Your social media minute. He loves his new haircut. Make a video background for your Zoom call so that your coworkers think you're paying attention when you're off making a drink. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. And that was that was the Dan Harmon social media minute. Thank you so much, Travis, for for your your input, searching that out, and pulling it together, rolling it in to the main podcast that we have, which is interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. I think that's, I think that will about do it for the show. But before we leave, I want to send out a special shout out to everybody in the Twitch stream, everybody on YouTube watching right now. You can do that too. If you go to twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm or youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm, you can always hit us up on, on Twitter as, as, as I mentioned before at Rick and Morty pod, we love all of you. We love hearing from all of you. Please go out and do that. Send us your send us your thought on Rick and Morty versus Genocide. Or did you did you love it? Did you hate it? Did you think it was canon? If you did, we're not friends. Um, <laughs> just just kidding. Uh, well, I mean, I guess we're not just, like acquaintance. I mean, maybe we can still yeah, be. We're at least we're at least acquaintance. There's some give and take here. Uh, yeah. We 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 understand that. Uh, but, but please, but please do. And, uh, you can, you can hit us up, go to, go to iTunes, Apple podcasts, go to, uh, wherever reviews are sold. <laughs> you know, Travis says, give me, give me the, the, the circle roll. This is what mm-hmm. I do to him. And, uh, we're switching roles. This is what we're doing. Uh, let me, let me just put this last little bit out there, Travis. Do you have anything that you want to say? Any last words? I'm becoming Brandon, guys. I'm I'm the Brandon in this in this podcast now, and uh, no, no. Thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, <laughs> join us next week. We're gonna go spend just a little bit of time in our stream only post show. Uh, we this is this is the second half of a double header, <laughs> and uh, Brandon is pretending to be bald. I have glasses on. Uh, special shout outs to to brand new followers: G underscore Wayne, Punker Bean, and Boyd Space over on Twitch. Thank you guys for following, and uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening thank you for watching and we will see you next time i'm travis and i am brandon goodbye everybody <laughs> <laughs>